Welcome to Miss Johnsy Jaunts, where stories, poetry, and song await. This is your space for goodness, imagination, and joy. Sweet child, listen. To wet our palate and begin our episode today, I picked from the scholastic, the real Mother Goose. And I will be reading Boy and the Sparrow. A little cock sparrow sat on a green tree and he chirruped, he chirruped so merry was he. A naughty boy came with his wee bow and arrow determined to shoot this little cock sparrow. This little cock sparrow shall make me a stew, and his giblets shall make me a little pie, too. Oh no, says the sparrow, I won't make a stew. So he flapped his wings, and away he flew. I bet you guessed that last part. That was the boy and the sparrow from the real mother goose. And I wanted to continue on and share with you another um, another book from the Turtle Tracks family. This is called Dolphin Discovery, the tale of two very different dolphins, written and illustrated by Sue True and published by Badengorm Limited. Through the clear blue ocean, from some distance away, the sounds of clicks and whistles could be heard. One of the bottlenose dolphins was about to give birth and among all the dolphins, there was a great sense of excitement. The new mother had been carrying her baby for 12 months. She twisted and turned, arching her back while her female companions kept a close watch. The tail of the new baby could be seen. It wouldn't be long now. Sure enough, in the next few moments, the baby dolphin was born. She was perfect and her mother named her new calf But the dolphins couldn't relax and admire her yet. Her mother gave her a gentle push upwards, helping her to the surface. Here she would take her first breath through the blowhole on the top of her head. She would continue to breathe every few minutes until she grew bigger and could hold her breath for longer. It was the first of many lessons her mother would teach her. Dart stayed close to her mother protected within the circle of other female dolphins and their young, known as a pod. She grew rapidly, nursing on her mother's rich milk. One day, Dart surfaced under a blanket of sargassum seaweed and found herself surrounded by a mass of tiny fish. Dolphins are very inquisitive, and Dart was no exception, so she asked, Who are you? We are dolphins, they shouted all together. Dolphins, 
replied Dart, puzzled. But I'm a dolphin. You're a dolphin? cried the tiny fish. But we're dolphins. And so it went on, back and forth, neither believing that they were both dolphins. But they were. Dart was a dolphin mammal, and her new friends were dolphin fish. Born from hundreds of tiny, tiny eggs, they were living under the sargassum for protection, feeding on minute shrimp, fish, and crabs. Now at two weeks old, they'd grown rapidly, but were still very small. When fully grown, they might reach the size that baby Dart was now. They were dolphins with a difference. Dart could hear her mother calling, recognizing her special whistle. She was telling Dart to come quickly. The pod had a shoal of fish in sight and it was time for a lesson in catching them. With a few clicks of her tail, Dart was by her mother's side swimming quickly, closing in on the fish. Then to Dart's surprise, the dolphins started to circle the fish, stirring up the sand with her tails so that it was hard for the fish to see. Dart watched as the silvery shoal dashed this way and that, trying in vain to get away. Then the fish started to jump. They jumped as high as they could out of the water, but the dolphins were waiting. They caught the fish in their open mouths, swallowing them whole. Gulp. Dart loved her family. What fun she and the younger dolphins had together, jumping and diving, laughing and whistling, swimming fast and swimming slow. Best of all, she loved the hugs and the cuddles that made her feel safe and secure. But it wasn't all play. The pod continuously searched for food and listened for danger by sending out short, high-pitched whistles and clicks. These traveled through the water, bouncing back as echoes. Using this echo location, they could learn how fast an object was moving, how far away it was, its size and whether it was fish to eat or a predator they needed to escape from. Dart knew she had a lot to learn from the older dolphins and she tried hard to pay attention. She practiced her echo location, emitting a wobbly, high-pitched Dart didn't recognize the echo that came back. She could see nearly all the way around her by moving her eyes in different directions, but whatever it was, it was too far away and she could only see it with her ears, not with her eyes. Her mother listened too. She looked at Dart knowingly. Suddenly, out of the deep blue vastness loomed a dark shape. Dart's mother smiled. You've found Tilly the turtle, she laughed. Dart was one year old now and had started to eat fish. She was mimicking her mother in the clear blue waters as they glided together over the sandy seafloor. But what was this? An echo showed a small fish hiding under the sand. Could they find it? They were going to try. With their long snouts, they burrowed together. But it was Dart that uncovered the fish first. She began to play with it. Her mother looked on proudly. Eat it up, Dart, she said. 
It started as a normal day, but it was a day that changed the life of young Dart. All around her, the dolphins chattered excitedly, discussing an approaching pod of male dolphins. Dart knew that male dolphins swam together in another pod because in large numbers, they could be aggressive. She was a little scared. They moved quickly. They quickly arrived. At first, jumping and diving, greeting the female dolphins with delight, but then they started snapping their jaws, clapping their tails, and twisting in corkscrew movements. Dart tried to stay close to her mother, but all the dolphins were moving so fast. The water filled with bubbles, and Dart tumbled this way and that. Suddenly, it was all over. The dolphins were gone, but Dart's family was gone too. Poor Dart was lost. The ocean suddenly felt like a very big place for a little dolphin all on her own. What shall I do? Dart wondered. She tried calling her mother with her special whistle. Again and again she called, but no whistle came back. There was just silence in the big, dark ocean that surrounded her. Dart swam slowly forward as she called, using the echolocation that she had learned, checking what was ahead. And something was ahead, lots of something, and it was coming closer quickly. Dart was suddenly surrounded by a shoal of beautiful fish. Their electric blue, green, and golden bodies flashed as they twisted and turned at the surface, sometimes leaping out. They were in a feeding frenzy, chasing a shoal of flying fish, which they wanted for their supper. Frigate birds, attracted by the action, swooped from above, catching the flying fish as they skimmed over the waves. Dart looked on in amazement, catching some flying fish too. Hey Dart, remember us? said one of the fish as it flashed past. Dart jumped for joy as she recognized the friendly dolphin fish she'd met in the sargassum seaweed when they were all very young. Yes, she cried. Wow, you've changed. My name is Rainbow. I'm one year old now. I'm all grown up, said the dolphin fish. We do everything quickly. We grow up quickly. We lay thousands of eggs quickly. They hatch out quickly. All so that more dolphin fish are growing up as quickly as they can. Just then, Dart and Rainbow noticed a boat heading their way. Oh no, it's a sport fishing boat, and they'll try to catch me, cried Rainbow. Dart jumped out of the water to take a peek and saw a sailing yacht with two children laughing and pointing at them with delight. No longer in danger, Dart and Rainbow swam closer. Looking up into the smiling faces of the children, they surfed on the bow waves. It was another new experience for Dart, and she felt happy, but not for long. I've got to go, said Rainbow urgently. We're starting our long migration north. If I'm lucky, I'll see you next year. And before Dart could shout, goodbye and good luck, Rainbow was off, swimming swiftly away beneath the waves. And Dart was alone once more. It had been a long day. Dart felt tired. But she still wouldn't sleep. Half of her brain must remain active to stay alert to danger and to remember to breathe. 
she swam slowly, resting. Soon, she was feeling brighter, and as the sun began to set, she again tried to call her mother. This time she called louder, then louder still. Mommy, where are you? Mommy, I'm here, she called using high-pitched squeaks and whistles. And then, very quietly, from far away, she heard a reply. Could it be? Yes, it was. It was her mother and the rest of her family, and they were coming back for her. Oh, how happy Dart felt. She had had quite enough adventure and had missed them all so much. As they greeted each other in a frolic of leaps and dives in the inky waves, as if by magic, the ocean around them filled with the glow of a million blue lights. It was ocean phosphorescence caused by tiny marine organisms disturbed by the dolphins. Dart stared in awe. How wonderful nature is, she marveled happy to be back with her pod again. Five years passed and Dart had grown into a skilled and happy young adult. She still enjoyed playing with the dolphins in her pod, but there was one dolphin she liked best of all. His name was Dash. All day long, they'd jump, dive and swim together, becoming firm friends. One day, Dash shyly presented Dart with a gift. It was a long piece of sargassum seaweed, and he held it out to her with his snout. Her heart did a little leap, and she clapped her flippers together. She was in love. Then, with a swoosh of her tail, she sped off, leaving Dash behind in a mass of bubbles. Catch me if you can, she laughed playfully, hoping that he would. What a sweet story. And um, if you are able to purchase um, this book, in the very back are many discussion facts about um, dolphins and um, whales and porpoises. Dolphin Discovery by Sue True. This is part of the Turtle Tracks family. Before we... um, head out today before we finish up our episode I wanted to sing for you because I haven't um, well of course I'm just resuming from after summertime but I haven't um, sang for you in quite a while this is a um, hymn called Peace Like a River you may have heard it before I've got peace like a river I've got peace like a river I've got peace like a river in my soul I've got peace like a river I've got peace like a river I've got peace like a river in my soul I've got love like an ocean, I've got love like an ocean, I've got love like an ocean in my soul. I've got love like an ocean, I've got love like an ocean, I've got love like 
an ocean in my soul. I've got joy like a fountain. I've got joy like a fountain. I've got joy like a fountain in my soul. I've got joy like a fountain. I've got joy like a fountain. I've got joy like a fountain in my soul. Thanks for joining me again today. That was Peace Like a River. And maybe you can find it yourself or you can listen to it over and over again um, on this episode and learn it yourself. Have a great day and thanks for listening. Bye.